Welcome back to Football Unfocused, your favorite podcast where the hosts are currently freezing uh, as this building is cold. It's cold outside. We've had the first snowfall of the year. And it's awful. It, it, it's awful. It's horrible. I, we, like, we need to go back to Cali. Definitely need to go back to Cali. Yeah, I wish I could go back to Cali, but you I... You can, and you just got to come with. Yeah, I, I don't think I could afford a flight like that right now, my guy. It's it's a little hard for me. I'm I'm barely scraping enough money to go to Ireland this May. No. So I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to Hey, just make a, trip a quick to Cali. trip Cali. I don't think it's that much, bro. It should be good. You should be getting you wanna, to you want to buy my ticket? No, uh, I would not buy your ticket. Why not? <laughs> Help a brother ticket. out. Come what on. Come on, I gotta go back. Oh, that's messed up, dude. I don't <laughs> know why you wouldn't buy me a ticket. You could buy me a ticket. <laughs> why would I buy you a ticket? Because it's my home, man. Yeah, so you're already going there. And it's your vacation, so you might as well. You're spending money anyway, so you might as well come with. Well, why don't we just share a seat on the flight, and then we only have to pay for one ticket. Okay, you're sitting on my lap, though. No, no, no. I'm going to take whatever empty seat pops up. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Because there's always an empty seat. There's always an empty seat somewhere. <laughs> Maybe. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Sit in the bathroom for the whole flight. Well, how are you going to get on the flight? That'll be fine. They'll, they'll let me on. I I, yeah. I got my ways. I have oh, my ways. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I'm I'm we can get we'll do it. I'll I'll have the ticket and I'll get on. But you're small enough we can stick you in luggage. Uh I don't know about you're that foldable, one. you're more flexible than I'm I am, not. so we can we can mold you into the suitcase. I don't size. bend like that, I don't think. I don't bend like that. You can that. bend more like that, like I can. I can't though. You see me on the field, I can't stretch. <laughs> I can't stretch, coach. <laughs> I can't stretch. <laughs> nah, but you got to come to Cali one time. I know, I need to. It's fun, bro. I'm telling you. I'm nice sure it weather is. weather all year round. When everything's not on fire. I'm sure it's I'm sure It's, it's not a even, great... it's never on fire. You hear about it this, always you hear about fire. California Farmers once, and then you're, no, you're just, once. this is your joke forever, It's huh? every year. Joke. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not every year. You could Google it right now. Oh, yeah, I bet we'd find that it's every it's year. It's not every year. Okay, we've <laughs> probably been on this. Okay, two minutes. That's not bad. Two minutes it's isn't bad. bad. We're usually 17 minutes. <laughs> 17 minutes in, we haven't started the football talk yet. <laughs> Um, but I think we'll get right into some NFL stuff. Obviously, your game went really well. Really, my well. game did it, not get really actually, well. Actually, it started really well, and then the up and it started going really bad. <laughs> and I don't know what was happening. It was kind of was kind of crazy. The Chargers ended up beating the Bengals forty-one to twenty-two. But you're like, dang, it's a blowout. Yeah. Okay, it started as a blowout. We were up what I think twenty-four to. We were up sixteen-zero in the first quarter. End of the first, we scored eight. And then they scored 13. So what is that? 20, Quick math. 24 to 13 at halftime? That's not fantastic. But it's See, not, it was it was 13. bad. And then third quarter, 24 to 13. They scored nine. We scored zero. So they're down by two points. And all of a sudden, we have no momentum. It's bad. Then Joe Mixon fumbles. Oof. Scoop and score. Scoop and score. Hey, helps. We get all the momentum from there. And they didn't end up scoring no more. After that, I like it. The Chargers went crazy. Justin Herbert went crazy. A lot of drops from Jamar Chase. We like seeing that. So <laughs> made the defense a hey, made the defense look it made the defense look way better than Nick. Yeah. Our corners were getting killed. Absolutely killed. Absolutely. T. Higgins was killing them. T. Jamar Higgins Chase. Is something else. T. Sometimes. Higgins has been going crazy the last couple. I know of games. it's crazy, but they just couldn't handle the Chargers though because the no. Chargers that team. Hey, we're the no, fifth no, no. seed right now. Fifth seed. Okay. Fifth seed. Come on. Because of the Patriots, big win. Patriots, Patriots, exactly. big win, baby. We'll get into that we'll more get later. Um, I really don't want to talk about my game. It's mm. just so bad, but I will. I'll I'll be the bigger person here. You have For, to talk about. Yeah, Forty Nine ers lose thirty to twenty three to the Seattle Seahawks, who had the same record as the Jets coming into this game, three and eight. They're now four and eight. We're six and six. Uh, we're bumped down to the seventh seed in the NFC now, 
And this game was just defense looked great most of the time. Offense, bad. Besides George Kittle. George Kittle was the highlight of that game. Hey, George Kittle went crazy that that's, game. That's finally, about the— I, yeah. I, needed a, I needed a fantasy point yeah, you game did. from George and Kittle. And it was great. You beat the me. number two overall in fantasy in Brady with that. No, that was Marco. That was Marco. Marco did I, that I right. played Smitty. You played Smitty. And I think I beat Smitty, too. I need you to double-check that because I sure I hope think, you beat I Smitty. I think I did beat I Smitty. I think you did. Because no, he had Josh did, Allen did, and Stephon Diggs, yep, 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 yep. and they didn't do nothing. I because, was going crazy. Oh, we'll get we'll get to fantasy okay, stuff okay, later. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about but, why that's a big deal uh, later. Uh, but they get a punt, re- fake punt for a touchdown uh, right off the bat. So that was immediately we're losing. Um, our special teams couldn't uh, stop a kickoff return. Um, which was awful. They'd get like 30, 34 yard returns, put them in great field position. Offense really couldn't get much going. Um, defense looks stellar besides the corners, which is always the problem with the 49ers. Uh, Josh Norman is still, I don't care that he leads the NFL in forced fumbles. Like, that's great. That's great and all. But when you're giving up how many touchdowns and how many uh, important passes, and it just feels like. He is not a good corner. Like I feel like all the clutch plays are like, yeah, we're gonna target Josh Norman. Not even the young guy that we have on the other side. It makes sense uh, to target. Josh sometimes Norman. it's Mosley, sometimes it's other guys, but it's like never is it. It's always Josh Norman that seems to give up the big plays or something. And in this game, we have no Fred Warner. Drake Greenlaw re-injures himself. Debo's out for this game, um, so not feeling great. Elijah Mitchell's back, so that's good. Um, ends up getting hurt in this game. He's now questionable for next week. Guess how many running backs we have on our roster as of today, as of tonight, Wednesday, December 8th at 7.11 p.m. How many running backs do you think are eligible to play Sunday as of right now? Three. Uno. No. We have one running back out of four. She's all injured. Trey Sermon's on IR. Elijah Mitchell, questionable. Um, we had, obviously, Raheem Mostert, who's on IR. We have uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, banged up. Uh, we have Trey Cannon banged up. Uh, who got hurt on the kickoff. That He's the one that was taken off in the ambulance uh, with the head injury. And Jermichael Hasty is currently our only running back that's set to go as of right now at 7.11 p.m. on Wednesday, December 8th Jeez. to play this Sunday against the team you just beat, the Cincinnati Bengals. Which they don't barely have any injuries. No. Very healthy. There's just Surprisingly, they've came been off very a, good healthy. Came off a bad loss and... They've been healthy though. I but. think the Bengals have won, been one of the healthiest teams in the league this year. Definitely, um, that's just by eye test, really. Definitely, what I can remember. I think the Chargers are up there until this week. Till this week, they really <laughs> got hit this week with COVID cases. It's not really injuries um, though, but COVID going. A lot of you had a lot of COVID throughout the year. Not injuries, but a lot of COVID through yeah. the year. I feel like the and that's another thing you got to think about in fantasy too. Cause yeah. I'm like, dang. Do I play him or not? Because yeah. he's gonna play. Because they could play if they're vaccinated. They could. They have a shorter time to yeah. come back to play. So like Mike like, Williams, I think, I think it's two days if they're vaccinated. They take two days, take another test if they're fa- if yeah. They failed. It's two days for sure. The third yeah. day if they're negative, they can play that yeah. day. Is what and it then is. I think if you're unvaccinated, you have to sit out it's for a week. two weeks. It's a week. It's a week or two. I weeks? think it's a week. It's a it's a week of negatives and stuff like that. So like you have to have two. You still have the two days of negatives, but you have yeah. to wait longer and stuff. Uh, to get tested and make sure you don't have symptoms and stuff like that. So now Keenan and Mike are both questionable Keenan for that game. Is probably. should be able to return. He'll be like Joey Bosa was not Joey Bosa. Yeah, yes, no. T.J. Watt, excuse me, wrong. Amazing def- defensive player. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm like Joey. Don't get COVID. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Joey was out for something else earlier in the year. Not mm, yeah. He so was with T.J. Watt, he got it uh, about the same time Keenan Allen did this week. 
Uh, this was last week. Came back, was activated Saturday, which Keenan Allen is on track for. Um, got three and a half sacks on Sunday. Yep. Went crazy. So, <laughs> went crazy. Yeah. NFC, NFC Defensive Player of the Week. So AFC. They're, oh, yeah, they're AFC. AFC. Um, right. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's something that can obviously happen. Um, but otherwise, again, 49ers lose. I like we've gotten off topic. It makes me happy that we don't have to talk about that much. But just <laughs> horrible showing uh, from there. I mean, we almost win wide open receiver. Um, and I believe it was Carlos Dunlap uh, tips the ball. And mm. he's just got it. Whoever the D-lineman was, I think it was Dunlap, but I'm not 100% sure. But they were given the stats for his frame, and I was just like, this is an NBA basketball player weighing <laughs> 350 pounds probably and just tearing down our uh, right right tackle where Mike McGlinchey would be who's out injured, he's out for the rest of the year. Um, just an unfortunate loss we had. I mean, we lost a safety because of that. And I'm pretty sure it was Carlos Dunlap on the safety for sure. I know yeah. it was him. Uh, just absolutely bull rushed our right tackle, got to Jimmy immediately. Literally even Kyle Shanahan said, second. yeah, Kyle Shanahan even said, there's like, no, there's nothing Jimmy Garoppolo could have done in that situation. <laughs> yeah. There was absolutely nothing. It, the pocket broke down way too fast. There's no way he could have read anything, much less tried to run for a yard. Like he said, that is not Jimmy's fault. That's all like the tackle. Like there's nothing he can <laughs> definitely. Done. I think it was the guard because he came in so fast. He like no, it was the tackle because it looked like it, it was the inside because he couldn't go forward. He couldn't yeah. move up in the pocket. So I was like, dang, he can't go outside the pocket because he's on the outside. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's someone there, but it, it was, was bad. It was, it was, it was a tough. Should have won the game still. Yeah, should still should have, but should've, still should have still won the game because guys got a big stop and then you got the safety and then. Uh, guys couldn't get a stop again. Gerald Everett had an awful day. He fumbled twice and caused an interception. Just an awful day for him at the office uh, at the tight end position. So unfortunate for him, obviously. But we'll go on to our other games. Cowboys versus Saints. Dak Prescott versus uh, Taysom Hill. And obviously Dak Prescott gets the win there. 27-17, a much closer score than you would imagine, especially with Taysom Hill throwing four interceptions. Those four picks came all at the end of the game, though. All at the end of the game. One was tipped. One was tipped and he got amazing catch on the sideline for it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It was Kaiser, I think. Kazi, so. Kazi. I think it was. It yeah. was him. And then Diggs had Diggs, one, but Diggs that one was tipped one. too. Diggs that was one by tipped. a D lineman. Um, another one. I don't remember his other two were just I think bad throws. I think it was just bad throws when yeah. they're tr- they're tr- just trying to force something because yeah. they have to because they're down. Still um, scores a touchdown in the game, or he still threw a touchdown. Yeah, right after two. he threw the four picks. Two. Threw two touchdowns. Yeah, right after he threw four picks. So, too, yeah. so, so he still looked okay. Uh, Colts versus Texans. Colts ran over all the Texans, 31-0. to zero. Texans suck. Uh, they're not great. They're the bottom of the power rankings right now. Two and ten. Two and ten. It's They basically have the first draft pick secured at this point. What uh, are the Jaguars? One and in- No, Jaguars are, got a couple wins, I believe. Jaguars are two and ten as well. Oh, they're tied. But they've beaten Tech. Houston. They beat Texas. and they play Houston again. Not this week, but next week. That's crazy. So that'll be a game to look out for. For imagine obviously being two of the worst teams in the NFL and you for guys, the past three. And you years. guys are just beating each other for wins. Like for the past three years, basically <laughs> they've been the worst two. And then they beat the Jets if they want to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and the Bills. Uh, they beat the Bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville beat the Bills. That's, they had the win over Houston and a win over the, the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Their division. Yeah. That's in the division, right? Yeah. No. 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 The Bills are not in no, their division. The Texans, Texans are. are. Texans are, yeah. Uh, the biggest upset we saw, Lions defeat the Vikings for the first win of their season, 29-27. to Ooh, heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Uh, most of the defense for the Vikings is out there. Stars are out. Eric Kendricks, Anthony Barr, Patrick Peterson, Daniel Hunter, Everson Griffin. 
Dalvin Cook is out in this game as well. Like they have a couple of uh, key offensive linemen. Not Mason. Not that Mason Cole hasn't been bad at center, but like it's obviously not their starter that they're used to. And so just a rough day at the office. Alexander Madison does a great job. They had a, It was a great game. Like Yeah, it was a great game just, all the way throughout. Their defense could not pick up a stop It was a rough second quarter. It was a rough was first a half rough, for Minnesota. Rough first 20 half 20-6 going into halftime they in were, favor of the Lions. They were up 6-0 at the end of the first. The Lions yeah. scored 20 in the second. Yeah, exactly. And they, then had a big second half where the Lions only got – they didn't even kick the um, extra point. Like, why didn't – they usually have to kick the extra point before the game's over. I they didn't have to I guess just because the game was already won. That's what I was like. I'm like usually they make them kick the extra point yeah. and like they were all celebrating and they're like it's final. I'm like they all usually right, kick yeah. the extra point. Usually, like, but yeah, okay. sucks for fantasy though. So, I'll say that. that sucks for fantasy. But again, Alexander Madison having a great day at the office filling in for Dalvin Cook. He's one of those great backs that's a one for one replacement almost exactly. He could go probably any team probably be the yeah, first back. He could he could be a first back. You know, 22 carries, 90 yards and a touchdown. Dalvin Cook uh, gets hurt enough so he plays. So it doesn't Yeah, matter. exactly. Uh Jamal Williams obviously we'll talk about this more but he had 17 carries for 17 17 carries for 71 yards, no touchdowns. So not a great day, but there's there's good things there for sure. Uh, when you look at it fantasy wise, and, and we you, know that we know the type of player he is, obviously from his days in Green Bay. Mm. So I mean, obviously there's stuff to look for there as we continue with DeAndre Swift. Uh, they've said he is getting better. That does not mean he will play this Sunday. We do not know yet. I would love to know because my running back t- running backs are in shambles now after being amazing at the beginning of the year because <laughs> I've traded them all away because I thought I was getting good investments. Not so much. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, and McCaffrey, of course. That's injuries. someone who's thinking too much right there. It you is, might as well just keep your backs. I, I should have, but I needed a receiver, and that didn't work out anyways. So, <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, Dolphins over the Giants, 20-9. and nine. Again, Dolphins Eight. on fire lately. They've been yeah. great. Jalen Waddell is on pace to break the rookie reception record set by Anquan Bolden many, many years ago. Ago as he had, yeah, he had nine receptions in this one for 90 yards. Devontae Parker comes back as well, five receptions for 62 yards. So, could we see the Devontae Parker resurgence? Possibly, I would love to see it. Uh, myself, uh, moving on there, Bucks over the Falcons 30 to 17. Tom Brady never losing to the Falcons in his career, he is 7 0 against them, I believe, is what Mm. the record is for him. Him and Gronk become the second most touchdown passing duo of in NFL history. So congratulations to them, obviously. They've been mean, playing them together for a long time. I'm sure they've got a couple more years in them, too. <laughs> uh, Eagles over the Jets. Gardner Minshew starting this game has mm-hmm. a great game. 33-18 to for the Minshew Eagles. Minshew Eagles. Now we're calling Doing them that. Well, it's his Eagles at that for that game. Yeah. So. He did pretty good. Only he missed, five, only missed yeah. five passes? That's Unbelievably good. good. That's Unbelievably good. good. Cardinals over the Bears, 33-22. Andy Dalton in this game. Kyler Murray and D-Hop getting their first game back. They do great in that one. Cardinals still have the best record in the NFL, number one seed in the NFC. Chargers-Bengals, we talked about that one, 41-22 in favor of Lavelle's Chargers. Yes, sir. Rams-Jaguars, the Rams get right, 37-7 over Jacksonville. As Sony Michelle fills in for Daryl Henderson in this game. We'll see if Sony Michelle fills in this week as well, as they only have three running backs on their roster, including Daryl Henderson, who was injured. So he dressed, but 
there was no doubt if he, that he was not going to play unless they absolutely needed him. Makai Sargent was the backup in that one. Sony Michelle mm. uh, leading the way, getting most of the carries there. Sony Michelle is a great back too. He is. He is fantastic. But makes you question what happens when Cam Akers comes back this off season. They have a lot of good backs. They gotta get rid of one. They probably will have to if they Chargers trade. Chargers get need to get a backup, so I'm liking it. I need to get. We need a Justin backup. Justin Jackson's right. not bad. He's, he's we not usually bad. we don't have a number two back right now. It, no, Eckler a, Eckler has been getting most of the first, second, and third down yeah. snaps. It's really when he's really tired they take him out. That's right. the only. We don't have a secondary back yeah. yet, which sometimes is good. Uh, I mean, sometimes it works it for good. some teams. It, it works. It doesn't works for, work for us. others. But I want a secondary back. Give Eckler a little Another little great win here. Washington over the Raiders, 17-15. to 15. Great win Washington for us. now in the sixth spot in the NFC. 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 Seed. Ing. Playoffs. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what I was trying to say, and I was – English is uh, not my strong suit apparently today. Steelers over the Ravens, 20-19. to 19. Mark Andrews dropping the two-point conversion to go to win it. So it was wide open too. It was. He just dropped it, bobbled it. Little over th- bad. A little bit of a bad throw by Lamar. Not great. Not. It was bad it was, either. I don't think it was a bad throw. I think it was just a, a little off the mark. A little. It wasn't perfectly in no, his chest. He had to reach out quite a but bit. But he for had. It. He just reached out one hand, two and, hands, yeah. catch the ball. But didn't happen. That uh, way. Broncos Chiefs. Chiefs twenty-two to nine. Javante Williams having a resurgence. The rookie, as Melvin Gordon doesn't play in this one, 23 carries for 102 yards. The only bright spot of their offense. The only bright spot. I mean, you can talk about their receivers all you want. Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. Those guys really don't do much. Jerry Judy, 77 yards on four receptions. Javante Williams also had yeah. six receptions, 76 yards, and a touchdown. Also with 23 carries, 100 yeah. yards. That's just, that's literally their Almost only offense. 200 yards in combined. On the night from scrimmage, from rushing and receiving, he's literally went crazy. It was their only bright spot of the night, literally, yeah, pretty much for the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater threw a pick to Daniel Sorson, the worst, yeah, the worst defensive player on the Chiefs. Literally, it's awful. It's it's like, unfortunate. It's literally if they see Daniel Sorson in any team, they're throwing it straight to that him. Yeah, to and the guy like, he's supposed to be guarding. Yes, come on. And then the snowmageddon, almost windy as all can be. Patriots versus Bills. Patriots new number one seed in the AFC, fourteen to ten over Buffalo. Mac Jones to- throwing a total of three passes, goes two for three for nineteen yards in that game. And otherwise, won. it's all running. And they won two for three. Here's the difference here: two for three for Mac Jones. Josh Allen fifteen for thirty in a thirty-three miles per hour windy, fifty game. mile an hour gusts. Yeah, is what they're at. They were strong enough. They were blowing Adam Schefter, Randy Moss. And uh, one of the other Boog, people Booger. there for, or, I don't think it was Booger. It, it was one a, of the female yeah, hosts. A, oh, I forget her name. I literally just heard it today, too. <laughs> but Because I, I saw the clip today, and it the gust blows them off their chairs. Literally. And then when they were making their picks, Randy and Booger literally make their picks and run off the field. Yeah, it was like that they cold. They, they were like, we're not going to be out here no, no more. No, it was awful. And, again, it just goes to show. Because here's the scoring. Patriots up 8-0 at one point. Like, they never are behind in this game. So they lead 8-0, they go for two. Instead of kicking, Buffalo Bills, they go for a touchdown, and they do kick it, they make it 8-7. And field goal by the New England Patriots in the second, field goal by the Bills in the third, field goal by the Patriots in the fourth, and a field goal was missed as well by Tyler Bass from a nice defensive stop by the Patriots. Pushed them back out of really running range or quick pass range of the end zone, forcing them to 
uh, kick it on fourth down and obviously missing it. Again, Patriots, number one seed, nine and four. The best odds for a Super Bowl right now via Las Vegas, Patriots, Bucks are the best odds right now. So Bill Belichick versus There's Brady. Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I seen a meme today was like Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. I don't need Belichick. And then Belichick was like, I don't need a QB. And he's like, because it just has all running backs and yeah. Mac Jones two for three. Like he's like, I don't need anyone. Damian Harris in this. <laughs> let's look at the running backs. Damian Harris ten carries, 111 yards. He gets injured in this game as well. Pulls uh, is a hamstring is mm. injury, I believe. One touchdown, and he he broke that one. 64 yards for that. It one. was they've been do they were doing the same play. And uh, who's the announcer? Um, Joe Buck. The other one. No, it was it was Al Mike. Was it Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth on this game for Monday Night Football? No, because they had Joe Buck no, on the Manning no. cast. It wasn't. It was. It was Monday Night Football. So, oh my gosh, it's the three. <laughs> it's the three Musketeers, isn't it? I don't know his name, but he was every Lewis time. Louis Riddick was it? Uh, I know he's one of them usually on Monday Night Football. He every time they would do the wide receiver was on the literally right next to the tackle, and then do, they pull the tackle every time, and the receiver will literally cut block him. Yep. And he was like every time they run this play, they're every time the receiver's right here, they're running this play. They got him on it like seven times straight. And I was like, bro, yeah. they're not stopping this play. Like, literally, Big Belichick is crazy with his yeah. running backs. Ramondre Stevenson, 24 carries for 78 yards. And Brandon Bolden, four carries for 28 yards. Like, And from, I listened to a podcast today, a brand new one that I found, which I, I like a little more because they're emotional and they, they, they cuss on it. So it, <laughs> it adds even more emotion to it, which I'm like, okay. I can get behind this show. Show the emotion a little bit. Like most of them, they're like, "Okay, we gotta some, keep somewhat professional. We'll make jokes, obviously, about each other, but we're still trying to keep a professional look." And these guys are like, "No, like they'll they'll drop a couple customers in there." Like these guys were bad. They were just awful. And yeah. Like swear words along with the. I, think, I don't think there was an. I F-bomb. think we. I think we need a we need a podcast like that. I would just love to do that. Football but. and focused after hours. After oh <laughs> my gosh! Come we on, we could do a live show sometime too. I've thought about that. Do a live show. I don't know if we'd swear in that one, but, but that's just a show idea. We could yeah. literally live stream an episode of Football and Focus just Man. so you guys see how dumb we are. This is like actually how we just like we just talk. We literally, literally we're not not probably nothing's planned. We don't plan really nothing anything. I mean, any we have more, notes. We have notes. Any more? We just have an outline. What yeah. games we want to recap and then we and, stuff. and then we just talk. Fantasy football has the most notes out of anything. Yeah, we literally don't even. Mostly because college, my start sits are college there. we usually don't even talk about because it's usually Iowa or BBU. recaps and recaps like and then top twenty five stuff. We could talk about playoffs, this, yeah, the playoffs stuff like that. So, but, but yeah, other than that, I mean, it's it'll be great to football yeah. focus after hours. Just, after hours, you guys hearing how we really talk to like our friends and stuff. Oh yeah, like and, like if we're like talking about fantasy or yeah, we talk about football, like oh we, yeah, we usually go crazy. Get we're intense. not we're we not as intense. we're not as formal like we are no, with yeah, you guys. So. Exactly. Um, but I do want to bring this up. I know this is the one thing I put in the notes for the NFL. So looking at this week, obviously the Ravens played the Steelers. Let's look back to week 12 here. So week 12, the Ravens played the Browns. And that game ended well. I believe the Browns won that game. No, Ravens won it 16-10. to Okay, mm-hmm. so notice how I didn't mention the Browns this week. So the Browns are on a bye this week. Now look ahead to week 14. The Browns play the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means, Lavelle? They've played two back-to-back games against the Ravens. Oh, they The did. Browns play the Ravens, go on a bye week, 
play the Ravens again. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. The NFL Actually, scheduling this year is awful. Is awful. Cause that's it is what, the worst that's what year the, of scheduling. That's what I've the Cowboys seen. have to do. They have. To, they don't think they have a no, bye. No, they have. They have the uh, Redskins, Red, the Washington Football Team, a different team, whatever it is, I mean, and then the Washington Football, football Team right again. again. Like, that's and there what, are like it's three so teams like that. There are a lot of teams it's, that have not no played a single sense. division, like a division rival, there that they haven't played yet. Because the Vikings haven't played the Bears yet. They really? I don't think so. I don't think the Vikings have played the Bears as of right now. They're five and seven. I don't think they've played the the nope preseason. Here we go. Do 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 do. And finally, we'll look at. Well, this isn't preseason anymore. This one: Bengals, Cardinals, Seahawks, Browns, Lions, Bro, Panthers, Cowboys, Ravens, the other Lions game, Chargers, Packers, Niners, Lions. They play the Bears week. What is this? Fourteen fi- week fifteen and week eighteen. They mm-hmm. have two games in between. They beat the they beat the Lions the first time by two points. They yep. lose to the Lions this time by two points. That's yeah. actually crazy. The Vikings the have Vikings? been going through oh, it. They've been, they've gone through it. But yeah, just something to look out for. The, they played a game against the Ravens. They get an extra week to heal and prepare for the Ravens again. Jeez. So this is just a matchup that I want people to be aware of. The Browns are gonna go crazy because I wanted to look at this game and say I want to start sit for somebody. Somebody in this game. I'm like Devontae Freeman, maybe. Well, he doesn't do he didn't do great against them the first time around. He wasn't that good. And how's I mean, the running backs looking? Is Nick Chubb playing is Nick Chubb should be playing. And Kareem Hunt is the questionable one. And they haven't really been using Kareem Hunt, and we haven't really known because obviously the bye week, which sucks because Kareem Hunt is projected like eight points in fantasy right now. Which Kareem Hunt, as we knew at the beginning of the season, was scoring just as much as fantasy points as Nick Chubb was. Yeah. And so it's just something that we've thrown out. I really, I really want to get in this game. I'm like, okay, Marquise Brown, maybe. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, the Browns defense has been pretty good against the past. And Peoples been okay. Jones. Donovan Peoples Jones might have been a good one. And I'm like, well, the Ravens, they kind of held have, up a little bit, but they, like, so they maybe no Jarvis will do. A they have bit. no corners left. Marlon Humphrey the is Ravens, gone. The Ravens literally are down to no corners. That's what Jim Harbaugh said after the. That's why we went for two. That's why I said John Harbaugh. Yeah. He's like, this is why we went for two. We had no more corners. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's like make moves. so the receivers might be a good look for the Browns, but it's Landry and Peoples Jones and Baker Mayfield has not looked that great. I mean, Big Ben has more spark. It feels like sometimes, even if he plans to retire at the end of the season, which he is, is it looks like he will. He he announced it. I think this I, is a farewell farewell, farewell tour. He didn't really announce it publicly, but like in private to friends and. Uh, former teammates and stuff who immediately leak it to the press, um, which sometimes I don't know as an NFL player why you're sharing anything anymore. Like yeah. it's going to the press immediately. Literally, Adam Schefter knows before you. So pretty much, I mean, like <laughs> it's crazy. But again, just watch that matchup. That's gonna be a good game. Gonna be interesting to me. They had basically three weeks to prepare for this game. Mm. They did prep for game one, then they did bye week prep, and then they had this week prep. So pretty much three weeks with one a game in there. Yeah, and what you could call a scrimmage. And well, the Ravens just lost too, so they're coming off a bad loss. Exactly, like, with Marlon Humphrey out for the season. Like, so again, you're injured. Like this is their time. The this Browns, is their time. This is the Browns' time to take the lead, take the division for theirs. But correct, we gotta see. It'll be interesting. Uh, moving on to college football here, as we've spent a lot of time on NFL uh, tonight. Uh, UTSA gets a win in their. Uh, Championship game, forty nine to forty one over Western Kentucky. Congrats! I can hear, I can hear my nose stuffing up as I'm talking. <laughs> I hate it. I hate 
cold and flu season you and gotta, allergy season. Oh my God. That's not going to help because it's just going to re. It's going to re-clog, especially if I just lean back and I just try to sniff it all back up into my sinuses. It's not going to work. So <laughs> if I sound worse now in the podcast, that's why. Yeah. So uh, there were some good games in college. Great yeah. games. Utah versus Oregon. Utah put the whooping on Oregon. Absolutely. They were supposed they were uh right now Utah's 10th, Oregon's 15th. They was but not that way. Oregon was played. ranked literally, I think. I think they were top 10. They're at least top 10. Utah was not. Barely <laughs> top not. 20? Yeah. I think they were maybe top 20 and maybe like, like Utah's 18. Utah's always in the um Pac-5 yeah. championship, uh-huh. but they they don't always win, but this time they put up the whooping. They don't always get the notice. 10. They don't always get the notice they usually get. I think get. Utah has beaten two of Oregon's losses I think were to Utah. In uh, this year, so they had the one to Stanford, yeah, and then, then let's see where was their other one because they beat Ohio State. I don't think they played Utah this. There it is, Utah. Oh nope, they that beat was them. Sixteen. Go back. Down. Oh Jesus, where am I at? Good Lord. Okay, so you just gotta go this down. One? September fourth. So it's this one. Okay, so bam, 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 oop, bam, there, there, there. So where did they lose here? Utah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they, two of their losses are to Utah. So they, they played Utah two weeks before that. Utah scored the same amount of points in each yes. game. Yes, and then they go the next game, play Oregon State, beat them. They have to play Utah again. Oh, my God. The winning team scored 38 in the last four games for Oregon. <gasps> Oregon oh, my Oregon God. beat Washington State on November 13th, 38-24. Utah beats Oregon on November 20th, 38-7. Oregon beats Oregon State on... November twenty seventh, thirty eight to twenty nine. Utah beats Oregon thirty eight to ten on December third. What in the world? So what's gonna happen in the Alamo Bowl? Oh no! Oklahoma. So whoever puts up thirty eight first wins. Yeah, first one to thirty eight <laughs> uh, is the official. So basically, if the over under is set at uh, like thirty eight, take the over because one, one team is gonna score thirty eight because <laughs> they have to win. So, but that's crazy. So when you hey, dive deep into the, Utah, yeah, Black five championship. Uh, uh, Baylor this over was Oklahoma a great State. game. Came down to the last play. Oh, uh, heartbreaking. Oklahoma State, they're on the one. They're on the one-yard line. I think the, maybe the two-yard line. I think it was one. I think it was one. And Baylor, it's they stop them three straight downs. And then it's the last down. Fourth fourth and goal, Baylor has to stop them. Corner, so, corner on running back. Corner on running back. They, they do a little sweep, like a halfback toss to the left side. So um, the guy's running, running toward the pylon. And the cornerback's chasing him all his might. Pushes him out. And the guy barely misses the pylon by like an inch, May, if that. Like it's so close, and they call a no touchdown. Baylor celebrates. It's crazy. It, goes it was crazy. It was a crazy game it to watch. I like. I like definitely that not. Game. It wasn't like the Indiana one yes. or the Washington Tampa Bay last year in the playoffs yeah, yeah. game. It wasn't like that. It was like oh oh oh. It was it was clearly not. It was clearly like he was outside of it, but that was oh it, it was, was tough. It was a great play because it, it showed how much Baylor wanted that. And it was a great play call, it was a, too. A yeah, great play call. Cause it was By like, defense and offense. Like, yeah. that's a, like it's, they had everybody stacked in the box, and they're like, yeah, we're going to sweep this. There's going to be nobody but that corner who's, who looked like he was going to come on a blitz and then kind of went out. Because he, he stepped up. It was and a then great effort. Out. It was great effort. He showed, like, I'm winning this game for us. Like, literally. He's like, I have to make this happen. Fantastic. That's the thing you have to make when you're in a championship game. Especially college football. Especially. you got to do it. That's how you put your name on the... Map pretty much put your put your school on the map pretty That's how much. You get your name on the NFL big board. Big board, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns over Appalachian State, twenty four to six. What is that in the MAC? 
I believe so. I'm no, 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 that's not the Mac. That's the. I'm so bad at conferences. It doesn't even say. Oh, what a conference that? Oh, I'll, let, I'll let you figure that out because I I'm awful with conferences. I don't know what conference. This Alabama is the over funny. Georgia. Georgia again was number one. Alabama number three. Alabama forty-one to twenty-four. Hey, Alabama. Bald. That's more points than Georgia's allowed all season bald combined. In. And Menchie got hurt. Their yeah. number one receiver got hurt, Alabama's, and they still balled. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It Bryce Young is a Heisman candidate now. Definitely. Definitely. He is one. He's one of the final four. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati over Houston, 35-20. to 20. So Cincinnati staying undefeated. That was a close game. It was 13-14 going to halftime. And all of a sudden, Cincinnati came out of halftime, scored three straight touchdowns. Pulled ahead. Literally, it was so like it was so wild. I don't know what just happened, but that was a great game. Michigan over Iowa, forty-two awful to three. Game. Awful game. Awful play calling by the offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz. <laughs> yeah. I am very upset at this. We tried to establish the run; it wasn't working, and we just kept doing it. And then when we found a play that worked, once the Michigan figured it out, we kept running it. <laughs> and Hutchinson could not be stopped. He is unbelievable. He is, and he a is Heisman. a Heisman candidate as well. Defensive Heisman candidate, Aiden Hutchinson. Had one tackle, three assists, had a sack as well. He is an unbelievable force. David Ajabo on the other side of him as well. Those two guys are on, oh my goodness. The thing about Iowa, they they were on stretch, and then they were on stretch boot. And, and, and they, they figured it out. Running and, game. And they just kept <laughs> running it. And over. And like, like, we quit watching, I think, in the third quarter, and it was, what, 21 to 3? The first two downs would be stretch. The second down would be stretch boot. If they didn't work, let's go to gun, put max blockers, and then try to throw something. Literally, third down was, was yeah, we're, we know we're going to punt, so we're going to see how many yards we can get before we have to punt. It was, it like, was it, we weren't even trying to go for first downs at that point. It was awful. It, it was, was bad. It was bad. Uh, I, I was embarrassed as an Iowa fan to, to watch that game. You should be. Yeah, and then <laughs> Pittsburgh – over Wake Forest, forty-five to twenty-one. This Kenny Pickett, Heisman candidate as well. Fake slide, fake slide. Okay, <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing for college football? That I think it's an awful thing because literally, I seen a thing on Twitter was like they the whole defense did it right. Once you see him like slow down it. and go for a slide, you're supposed to like pull up. Because right? if you hit him, you hit him. It's a flag. Rough, yeah. So and then all of a sudden he fake slides and it's now. Dang, it's my fault. Okay, how is it your fault? Okay. I'm I hitting just, everybody. I told you, yeah. Do and I'm not like, letting that ha- ever happen again. And it's literally like, okay, I'm not going to let it happen again. And then next time someone slides, you get a penalty. I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? You got to pick one. Or you, you don't pick get one. the penalty, and your quarterback's going to get yeah. beamed. You got to pick one. Like, there's, there's got to be a thing. Like, yeah. You got to be a thing. Like, you got to, if you're about to go down for a slide, you got to slide. It got celebrated all over social media, and a yeah. lot of people were like, this is bad. This is not a good thing. Like, like this is bad. This could be potentially dangerous for QBs because they go to actually slide. And these people are like, oh, no, what if he – like, think of Lamar Jackson at Louisville. If he would have tried to – like, someone had fake slid uh, a year before or something. Uh, Lamar Jackson comes into Louisville, and he's sliding. He's running. He's obviously a, a big running quarterback. He's yes. huge, huge at Louisville. The guy's number retired this year. And, like, if he goes for slide and you're thinking – Oh no, Lamar Jackson! There is not a chance I'm letting him fake me out and run an extra thirty yards. Yeah, I am going for him, and, and I am sudden, putting him on the ground. And all of a sudden, he's on the ground. He's hurt, and he spinal injury, head injury, concussion protocol. Like it could be yeah. anything at that point, because the quarterback is defenseless when he's sliding, and it's just not a good situation. And that's why they have them pull off. Yeah, 
and, and Pickett literally. took advantage of that, and it might have ruined other quarterbacks' think, chances at being safe. <laughs> I think it's gonna. They're gonna like talk. They're gonna about, have to. They're gonna make a rule. I think they're gonna make a rule. Evaluate the rules. Do something. They're gonna. Do you something. can't fake slide. Once you, can't you fake go slide. for the slide, you have to. Yeah, complete it. There's no point in like you go to a fake slide when they can't hit you. Yeah, like it's like literally we literally defense players can't hit you. It's like it's nothing good for the defense. Most most penalties. Are for offense, anyways. Like all the flags are for offense. Yeah. So like now you can't get now you can't fake now you can't hit him. Like okay, what do I do? What do I do? I can't touch him. I it's, can't grab him. What can I do? Exactly. Exact. Come on. So uh, the Heisman camps we talked about a couple of them. Uh, Michigan's Aiden Hutchinson, Pittsburgh's Kenny Pickett, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young is also there, and Ohio State's C.J. Stroud are the four there. He's a um, freshman, is he? CJ Stroud? I don't is he a freshman? I, I don't think so. If he is, he's not I don't think he's a true freshman. Mm, I don't know. I thought he was. He might have just played under uh Justin Fields for a little bit, but I'm not not totally sure on that one. Maybe. I don't uh know. notable person left out, Matt Corral, not mm. in this one. A lot of people thought he would make it. He there. is a freshman. He is. He, he is could a be the freshman. first one in nine years since Johnny Manziel became the first one to win it. Yep, I knew. It. I'm like, he is a freshman. So <laughs> our playoffs are also set as well. The one seed Alabama will face off against the number four seed Cincinnati. Jeez. The number two seed Michigan will face off against number three Georgia because they want to see Alabama and Georgia again in the championship. Yep, exactly. Game. And it's biased. It sucks. Uh, Kirk but Herbstreit. It, it, it makes you see sense. His tweet? You see Kirk Herbstreit's tweet? Herbstreit? Yeah. You see his tweet? <laughs> no, no, I did not. Oh, he was livid. I think I can swear in this because I'm quoting a tweet. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find this tweet because I want to read this to you because I don't think you'll like it either. A lot of people gave him hate for this. They're like, dude, we love you, but this is the coldest take we've ever heard. Okay, come on, Internet. Do me. Well, do me. Get, okay, here we go. Okay, okay. Okay, and I'm quoting this, so I'm allowed to swear on here because that's what he does. Okay, ready? After all caps, seven, seven's all caps, Years of bitching and complaining from a vocal minority that the college football playoff system is rigged and the small guy, air quotes, will, and this is in all caps, never get a chance. Haven't heard much from you the last couple days. Everything okay? What's the next conspiracy theory? Can't wait, because that one is history. Jeez. That is the coldest take I have ever heard. Like, what? Why do you say that? Like, Because like, <laughs> Cincinnati made it in? You're telling me if Georgia wins that game, you're not going to they're not trying to find a way to kick Cincinnati out of that playoff picture easily. They're they're thinking, "Oh, we got to keep uh if, two loss Alabama, we got to keep them in. Oh, we, we got Notre Dame still though." Like, come I, on. I think if if um if Georgia wins and if um Iowa or Michigan lost or if Iowa wins, they would try to get Iowa in there over Cincinnati. Or and maybe they might try either, to get Iowa. Either Iowa or, or Oklahoma State wins. If Oklahoma State wins, they would try to get them. And, and well, if Baylor wins, they might have I think tried Baylor, for Baylor, too. Baylor has two losses, huh? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. I can look. And Oklahoma State had one, so they would try to got Oklahoma yeah. State in there. If Oklahoma State would have won, they would try to go for Oklahoma That's State. Because they were at six. I'm like, they're not. They wanted anything they weren't gonna put Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They weren't going to put Cincinnati in it. If Georgia wins, and then if Oklahoma State wins right there, they're at four. And... Cincinnati be a five. And Kirk wants to tweet that out. And I'm just like, what? You know, Kirk, you should know only better reason, than anybody that they do not want Cincinnati in there. And the only reason they're in there is because they're undefeated. Because they're undefeated. If they would have lost that championship game. If they lost game, one game, they're out. They're gone. They're, they're, like, you, they're not even top ten. You can see Alabama loses one game. 
They stayed in the top they five. They stayed in the top five the whole rest whole of the year. year. They almost lost to Auburn. Could you imagine what would have happened if they would have lost to Auburn? Oh my gosh. They would have been I, the college football playoff committee they, would have been scared. Because they don't like thing. We can't play Alabama. Oh my gosh, Alabama? Oh no, our baby isn't there. <laughs> like, come on. But again, that's our two cents on that. But I just thought yeah. that was an interesting tweet. From one of like the top college football voices, I thought that was He's part of the selection committee, isn't he? I do not know. I for think sure. he is. He's on college game day. That's that's what I know. And he's like one of the top guys they they do for like the draft and stuff, yeah, and looking yeah. into re, re, uh, draft possibilities for the, the kids coming out. And so I know he's just one of the biggest names. And for him to tweet that was just kind of like a slap in the face. It felt like <laughs> it was just like, what do you mean? Like, like yeah, we've been complaining because we're tired of seeing the same four teams every year, regardless of it. Mm-hmm. And they said, and people have been saying, okay. We are all rooting for Cincinnati against Alabama. And, like, if Cincinnati beats Alabama, you can take the asterisk off UCF's, uh, what was that, 2017 national championship? Or was it 20? No, it was 2017. It wasn't 19. Because mm. UCF, what, they were undefeated? They were undefe- They went undefeated, and I think they had beat they hadn't beat Bama that year, had they? No. No, but Alabama had, like, one or two losses. Yeah, and, like, and yeah, they, the they put Bama in instead of UCF. UCF. Yeah. And there was a big deal about that. So you're telling me this. Ha- so this is why we're complaining, Kirk, because that happened before. Why wouldn't we believe it would happen again? Yeah, makes like, sense. Like if Bama would have lost, they, you guys would have definitely kept them in there. Yeah, they would have tried to. They would have tried, tried, tried to pull something. They would have put. In. They would put um, Oklahoma State at three, Georgia, Michigan, Oklahoma State, and yeah. then Bama. And they would have tried to. And then they'd have been like, "What do you guys want us to expect? Cincinnati has played no one all year." Yeah, exactly what they were saying. Like, it's okay. exactly what they were saying. <laughs> okay, and Kirk would have given that probably answer as well. And like, so again, that was just something I thought was interesting. I would bring up. Um, so moving on to our wonderful fantasy football, and once I bring up our NFL best team, just no Kittles on it. Brought to you by, of course, oh my goodness, this Apple iOS 15 update is killing me. I, Every time I open a new app, I have to accept all these things like, oh, this Uh is new, this is new, this is new. I'm like, okay, I get it. (laughs) Okay, this week's perfect lineup. How how many points do you think they score, Lavelle, in total? Perfect team. How many points would you have scored if you had the perfect team? Perfect team. Two, no, 280. No, not quite. 229.4. Okay, not Um, too. So I'm too too high. The chances of having this perfect team are pretty low. Um, I think you could definitely – I think you don't have one of the running backs. But other than that, I think this team could easily be put together. Like, I feel like this is a draftable team someone put. Let me see. Okay. I thought that you'll hear when I <laughs> announce it here. At quarterback, making his return for the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray with 30.8. Okay. Which, obviously, okay, you could draft any, Kyler any, Murray. Any quarterback could have got 30.8. Uh-huh. Yeah, so – uh, at running back, Javante Williams with 29.8 does fantastic. That's, that's like a free agent pickup right there. I almost, yeah, that was <laughs> early in the season. They're like, oh, Melvin Gordon's going to get it. Like, he week two, week three, they're like, yeah, pick this guy up. And so, like, or if people knew kind of going into the season, they saw what they liked and maybe draft him. But again, easily a team you could build. At running back number two for the Chicago Bears, David Montgomery. That's a so draft. again, that could be a draft guy there. You drafted him and then you picked up Devontae Williams on the free agency. Exactly. Yep. And then he got 28.1 at wide receiver 1, Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings, okay. 35.6 drafted guy there. JJ going crazy. Uh the guy <laughs> that would have been drafted a bit lower, so 
I'm thinking here you got uh, David Montgomery probably in the second or the third. Maybe you took uh, Derrick Henry, let's say, in the first, and you had Javante Williams as your backup. Uh, second pick, maybe you took somebody else, whatever, who maybe isn't doing so well, got injured, whatever. This guy, well, Justin Jefferson might have been your second round. I take it back. He could have been your second. This guy could have been your third or fourth round. Wide receiver from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Deontay Johnson with 30.5. Mm. Sound like the team you get. Yeah, that's, just, <laughs> that's my guy. I have Deontay Johnson. That's the only guy on this team that I have. Uh, at tight end from the San Francisco 49ers, George Kittle, Kittle 39.6. I got The highest two scorer of the perfect team. Jeez. I got by two teams. Four points. I have two teams. There you go. Two teams. It's good to have him. Uh, at kicker, Jake Elliott of the Philadelphia Eagles, 15 points. Okay. Having 33 points in that game definitely helps. Chargers. And Chargers yes, defense sir. with 20 points even round out the perfect lineup. They went crazy. Combining for 229.4 points. So not too shabby for them here this week. And that'll bring us here to our teams. Uh, yeah. Must win week for me as I – Move on here. I was at seven. I'm now at five. I am one spot out. But I have the hardest two games of the season, mm-hmm. of the end of the season. I have our number three and our number two Jeez. coming up. You have Kobe and Nico. Nico. I have Nico first. And looking at Nico's team is annoying because I gave him one of my running backs, and now his running backs have turned out to be phenomenal. Mm. His team, Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette. This is the starting lineup, actually. First I'm going with. Uh, Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Austin Eckler, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Darren Waller, Javante Williams, Tyler Bass, Panthers defense, his bench, Antonio Gibson, Daryl Henderson, Elijah Mitchell, Brandon Ayuk, Jamar Chase, and the backup tight end for the Raiders. He literally has the best team in the league. He has five players on the undroppable list (laughs) on his team. Like... It's unbelievable. Like, Elijah like, Mitchell, no one was really sure on. Antonio Gibson was bad to start the year. Javante Williams was bad to start the year. Those not even the bright spot, the bright spots of his team. Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup as your wide receiver one and two. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Because no Cooper Cup has been the mid-tier kind of like, bottom-tier wide receiver one. And so, he's, he's, like, he's dropped a little bit. He's literally the best receiver probably. This year in fantasy. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy. Meanwhile, my te- then there's meanwhile my team: Justin Herbert, Jamal Williams, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, Dalton Schultz, D.J. Moore, Robbie Gold, Bills defense, who play Tampa Bay. So I might be exchanging them this week. Yeah, probably should, especially after. <laughs> but my bench is right now: Matt Stafford, Kareem Hunt, Sony Michelle, Kendrick Bourne, who's on by Brandon Cooks, and T.J. Hawkinson, and Calvin Ridley on my injured reserve. So not fantastic. Uh, my running back core has disappeared on me over the year, <laughs> so that's unfortunate. But something, so I have to win this week. Otherwise, there's probably no chance I make playoffs because it looks like the guys below me are gonna win, which is unfortunate. Who they play? Me? Uh, no, they play a couple other people. But I think who do I play? Because looking at records, number one in the league is ten and three. Number two is nine and four. Number three is eight oh. and five, which is Nico. I play Marco. Uh, Brady is at eight and five. I'm at seven and six. Smitty's at seven and six. Trey's at seven and six. You're at four and nine at number eight. Yeah. And looking at the matchup, Smitty plays Chris Tovar, and he's looking to win. Tovar's the number one, so it would shake up the playoffs, but put him above me back at number five. Uh, Colby is looking like he is going to beat Jack, but it is close depending if DeAndre Swift will play or if Joe Mixon will play. 
and then you and Marco face off, and then Trey is looking to beat Brady again this week. So Brady might get dealt back-to-back losses. Mm. So if I beat Nico, I would jump into the playoffs, but I have to beat Nico. <laughs> you got to meet Nico first. Yeah, and so if Brady loses, I think he would stay on top, and Trey and Smitty would move ahead of me again because I'm the only reason I'm at five is because I'm leading them in points, um, and that's only by not even 20 uh, over Smitty. So I'd have to score a boatload of points. Me and uh, Nico would have to go off for points extremely because I am every all of us at seven and six are beating Brady for points for our. No, we're not. Never mind. We're just behind him at, with points scored. Mm. So, hey, that's how it is. It is. That's how it goes. Um, and so, with that, obviously, our cash in the bank uh, players of the week. Let me. I know we have it working uh, today. That's the wrong button. Yeah. Let me try to do that again. That Where's was my, awful. Hey, cash <laughs> in the bank money player of the week. There we go. I yes. got it right that time. And mine is. Of course, the legendary Justin Herbert. We let him be biased because I was biased last hey, week against the Legends. He's the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. He was. He was. Like, come on. Well deserved. He, well he deserved, deserved it. He was 74% completion rating, 317 passing yards, three touchdowns, passer rating with 118.4, and caught a two-point conversion off the Philly special. Like, he's been balling. He's an MVP candidate, I think. I think he is right now. I think he is right now. He's been balling. Chargers are the fifth seed right now. Come on. In your second year, a leader like that? Yeah, he's a leader like that is crazy. He's hey, been great. I love it. And Coach Daly, shout out to you, baby. Yeah, uh, mine this week uh, kind of surprised Lavelle. He hates this. I don't know. Uh, Taysom Hill is my uh, cash in the bank player of the week because even though he goes 19 for 41 with 200 with four interceptions, he throws for 264 yards, which is pretty good. Two touchdowns. It's okay. Has 11 carries for 101 yards. <laughs> like that's insane. And they get Kamara back this week. And they get Kamara back this week. And guess who they play? The Jets. Oh, dub. Dub. I need Kamara to be 30. So Taysom Hill gets 20.6 points while throwing four picks. That's unbelievably good for fantasy. 26? 20.6. Oh, okay. So that's still unbelievably good by throwing four picks. You count out two of those picks. What? A pick is what? Minus two, I think? Just like a fumble? Yeah. So he's at 24. Sheesh. Without those picks, and like, and he's maybe if he's got completions on there, it might uh, he might get more yards, which would bump up his score even more. So if like, he just didn't throw the picks. He would literally have a forty point game. He might. He yeah. Without four interceptions, he might be at a forty point game. It's Man's going crazy. Come on, Taysom. And he plays the believed. Jets this week. I if always believe in you. With his finger injury that he had, if he stays starting quarterback, he will be huge for fantasy this week. Yeah. That's why somebody dropped him. F- Picked him up and dropped Russ. I forget who it was. It might have been Colby, I believe. So it'll be interesting. Jeez, to see he dropped who Russell that. Wilson. Well, Russell Wilson has not been good in fantasy and for he's a while. Dropped him? Yep. That was crazy. And finally, we'll go to my start sits here. Struggled last week. Struggled. Yes. As I lose both, Jamal Williams does nothing. Uh, gets nine points. But this is what I want to talk about earlier. Uh, the stat line was 17 carries for 77 yards. Yeah, 17 carries. That is unbelievably good for a workload. So the workload is there. He just has to be able to produce with it. And the Vikings defense up front was great. They did a great job stopping the run. Um, This week, the Lions, I have to double check. I know I looked this up earlier, and I feel dumb that I don't know. They play the Broncos. 
And so the Broncos are here and there with run defense. Mm-hmm. So it could be something here we see Jamal Williams do very well in. DeAndre and Swift could be back. DeAndre Swift could be back. He's looking like – so, again, if Jamal Williams doesn't – like, obviously, if DeAndre Swift plays, Jamal Williams is not going to be that good anymore. Um, receiving Jamal Williams also had a catch for nine yards. So Not that good. Not great. He's not <laughs> used as much in the passing game as DeAndre Swift, obviously. But again, something to look at. Uh, I thought it would work out well. Doesn't nine points? Isn't great? Not fantastic. How and much then my, guy, how much guys did you pick last week? I'll get there. Just wait. Okay. So Damian Harris was my sit last week. Gets seventeen point one against the Bills. This was before we knew what the weather was going to be like. Okay. Because this was what Wednesday night we recorded this, or was this a Thursday morning one? I think it was a Thursday afternoon. Thursday. Yeah. And so we hadn't known about the weather yet. I think the weather started to come in more Friday, Saturday. So we really hadn't known yet. I didn't know until Sunday. Yeah. Oh, oh I heard about it Saturday. Like the weather rumors that the wind Buffalo. was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't um, hear about it until Monday. But Monday. yeah. So I'm like, well, I think the Buffalo defense will stand up against the run better, uh, which they did not. Uh, I mean, sure, they held them to 14 points. But uh, Hoyer and. It was just, Hyde were not happy about the question asking if they got embarrassed by the run, which they did. They definitely did. But you had like, every- no, we only let them score 14 points. Yeah, but they passed three times. It was more like they every they didn't score that much points, but but they wore they were them on down. drives every like they run first, yeah. second, third, fourth. They were running like they were that. run the ball every time, it's and like you, they couldn't stop. It's them. like playing Madden. <laughs> yeah, pretty and much. someone who's running the ball every down, and you're like. Like, oh, I only let them score, like, 14. But they have 30 carries for 300 yards. Yeah, like, come like, on. That's not, that's not that good. I don't know why you're getting upset. People are going to ask the question. They threw three times and still beat you. So, like, how does you let that happen? So, that was not great on my part. But, again, before the weather. And then the Ezekiel Elliott-Tony Pollard thing is because that's the one I said, hey, watch this. We could see him go either way, remember? Yeah. And we do. Ezekiel Elliott gets 6.7. Tony Pollard, 15.4. Okay. Because he breaks the long touchdown yet again. Yes. Obviously, you're starting both these guys, and there's no question about it, but I told you, you got to expect Zeke to not score a lot and Tony Pollard to expect a lot or not score a lot. I think Zeke only scores a lot if he gets a touchdown in the end zone. And Very much touchdown dependent. Tony yes. Pollard has a better chance of breaking one for yeah. a long distance. So And he gets most of the yards and yeah. stuff like that. Something to look out for there. This week, as we got to wrap it up quickly here, uh, my start is Javante Williams. We just talked about him versus the Lions. We saw how well Alexander Madison did against the Lions. And if Melvin Gordon is looking like he's not going to play again this week, mm. Javante Williams is going to have a major workload there. Again. Even if Melvin Gordon does play, you think they're going to hold back Javante Williams after last week's game? Javante Williams is a baller. He's literally showed he could catch the ball, so, run yeah. the ball, and do everything. So he's a work, we gotta, workhorse. We're going to give him – he's probably going to get a share, but, like, what do you think? The share is going to be in his favor. It's going to be like – 70-30 or maybe 60-40. Yeah, because it's not Melvin be Gordon just came off an of injury. They're not going to give him mm. more work work workload than yeah, Javante Williams. Exactly. Especially after what he did last it, week. Precisely. That's my thoughts exactly. So against the Lions, start him. Absolutely. My sit this week, Antonio Gibson versus the Cowboys. As Antonio Gibson has been great lately. But the Cowboys were able to hold, well, not Taysom Hill, but the rest of the running backs for <laughs> Uh, New Orleans to pretty much nothing. Mark Ingram not doing great in that game. And I saw this tweet from another fantasy expert I follow because I obviously follow a lot. As soon as I find the exact tweet, I want to find it because it's important. Because it was a tweet about um, Antonio Gibson versus the Cowboys. 
uh, and how hit bad his record in fantasy is against them. Mm-hmm. As soon as I can pull this up, I swear, I, there it is. Okay. In his two games against the Cowboys last year, Antonio Gibson, this was in week seven, 20 carries for 128 yards and one and one touchdown rushing, one target. Mm-hmm. Week 11, 20 and 115, uh, three touchdowns rushing, 521 and zero receiving, seven targets. So, I mean, he looked very good last year, but after seeing what he's done kind of this year, he was he was a superstar last year. He was fantastic yeah. last year. And obviously those stats look like, oh, he's going to be really, really good against the Cowboys. Ah, not this, not with Micah Parsons. <laughs> Micah Parsons is making a uh, claim he's for Defensive Player of the Year. Rookie. Defense. No, Defensive Player. No I think he gets, he's in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation. Him and TJ Watt can be up there in that conversation. I don't know and that. so I think... This will be the one that changes for Antonio Gibson, a better defense. We saw what they did to Mark Ingram against the Saints. I think they can hold Antonio Gibson a little bit. Obviously, uh, the pass could be a problem for the Cowboys, but they've been done a great job of getting out to the passes yeah. on the running backs. So I think Antonio Gibson should be a sit this week. We'll see what happens. I think if one of these two has a better chance of going wrong, it's the Antonio Gibson one. Definitely. But as we <laughs> almost reach an hour here, I think that'll Jeez. do it here for us, obviously. Lavelle, any parting words you'd like to do? Hey, just go Chargers, baby. Bolt up. Sounds good to me. Let's do it, baby. And we will see you next week, hopefully at some time during finals week for us. But yeah. we'll see what we can make happen as we'll try to keep things going through the playoffs as well as we are off campus. But other than that, we will see you next week.